You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So it was like a reality snuff film? It was, it was disturbing. It yeah, was disturbing. No, I didn't disturbing. get much sleep last night, but when I did, it was full of really messed up dreams. See, I just don't understand. Is this something that you saw happen no. in your apartment complex after talking about that so much yesterday? No, is I don't this- know. I don't know where this came from, but all I know is that it was terrifying and it went on forever and it didn't feel like a dream because there were no, you know, like... Uh, like stops and starts It was just one continuous Long thing It what was weird What kind of movies Are you actually watching When you're alone in your apartment I'm watching You know what I'm, I'm watching A little oh. bit of Supernatural <laughs> Hello this is Fun Employment Radio I am Greg Nibbler Here with Sarah Extill And thank you everyone For tuning in today Wherever and however you listen It is so fantastic That you do so We absolutely uh, love That you guys tune into this show And of course you can subscribe To the Fun Employment Radio Network For only six ninety nine a month The first week is completely free Completely free you say So you can make your decisions Based on that But it does Help us out tremendously So if you listen to the show It's a great way to support us And uh, hello to Derek Our newest subscriber for today So uh, hello Derek Hello just on And uh, we greatly appreciate that Yes Thank you so much So um, also well, Yes Real quick Did want to say something About one of our fine sponsors Of the show Which uh, we haven't talked about For a while And I'm training myself To say this correctly No longer Sorrell's the, the place formerly known as Sorrell's mm-hmm. Asylum on Asylum. Hawthorne on uh, Hawthorne Boulevard right here in Portland, Oregon on 37th and Hawthorne a fantastic store please go in there check out everything they've got um, they do of course have Fun Employment Radio and Geek in the City t-shirts for sale but many 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 other amazing things and as it is getting uh, near the holiday seasons that's where I do all of my shopping. Yes. Oh, me too. For everyone. Yeah. I'm so well. That's what I do whenever, um, like, I have friends in town. Like, for example, my sister was in town this weekend. We actually yep. stopped by there. It's awesome. Nice. It is uh, an amazing place where you can get like I don't. They have a full like uh, area where you can get vintage furniture and such. Mm-hmm. I have not uh, purchased any furniture from there. However, I know I have. I have friends that actually have. Yeah. And it's awesome. Oh yeah. No, I would love them to. If I had the money, I would have them come over and just decorate my house. I would have them totally do it up. Oh, yeah. And then I could fully live the uh, with the vintage furniture. That would probably go along with the hauntings. Yes. So, um, so, yeah, <laughs> Maybe something s- would actually be haunted, like the Dybbuk box. You could buy something there, and then you could, you two could like bring something else. Maybe you could get Eunice a friend. No, I don't, think that, I don't think that's what I, don't <laughs> think that's what I want to do. Although I do have something with that. I'm going to bring it up here in a minute. I've got an idea, courtesy of Aaron Duran, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to bring it up to you and see what you think about okay. this. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. So, uh, yeah, anyway, Hus- Asylum, right there on 37th and Hawthorne. Please go in there, say hello to Deb and Anton. They are awesome and all of the fine people that work there. Mm-hmm. Great supporters of this show. Um, all right, so I really want to get to the bottom of yes. what you're talking about. Yes, so I didn't about. give what? you many details, but I did tell you. So Greg and I, you know, we'll touch base first thing in the morning. We'll be like, hey, what time do you want to meet up? You know, do we? what should we work on this morning, blah, blah, blah. And when he wrote to me, I, I just wrote him kind of a weird cryptic message because I didn't really know how to word it. I'm like, I just had the weirdest dream ever where I was in a snuff film that was being put on by professional basketball players. Yeah. And it wasn't a film. I don't know if it was a film or a reality TV show. There were cameras. Do you know what a snuff film is? I do, do know what a snuff film Do you understand what that is. means? Doesn't that mean when you, get, when you get the murdered? Well, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was... It wasn't well, so much... people are, are sexually excited. Okay, well, it wasn't sexually excited then. It was a, it was a killing... What, isn't there, a reality killing show. Isn't there a Nicolas Cage movie about snuff films? Yeah, 8mm? Eight, uh, eight yes, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw that. It kind of scared me. Yeah, it's kind of freaky. Yeah, I so did not this is to. So where where on earth does this come into your to your psyche? I have your, no idea. Your subconscious brain where this is what no you're idea. thinking about. All right, so let me tell you this. So I have this recurring dream where I am uh, doing like an obstacle course 
course or like a race of some sort. Okay. And a lot of times it has to do with like boating. I, of course, I'm flying. It has to do with all different kinds of things. Uh, at some point, you're it's in like, an obstacle course. I'm so in an obstacle course. A lot of times there are always water slides in it. I'm always in. It, well, that sounds fun. It's this, no, but it's always kind of a scary water slide. Like you don't really know where it's going. Okay. And sometimes they're inside old houses. Sometimes it's on the side of a cliff. Like it's just always this weird obstacle course that I'm on. And I know that I have to finish it. Okay. So this one uh, was a little different this time. So I had um, some friends there. You weren't there. Uh, Tuggy was there. And my sister was there. And then like a couple of my college friends were there. It was bizarre. Why so, wasn't I there? I have no idea. Well, I, I guess don't I don't want to be. I wouldn't be taking part in a snuff film, so I guess that's not. Well, really it was a lot of ladies there. For the majority, it was ladies. Like Tuggy, I just saw him for a second, and then he was gone. But so we were all taking these water slides down to this thing, and so we like like someone who was running the course told us that it was you know the end of the obstacle course is coming up, and you're going to end up on a boat. And then there's going to be a party with free food and stuff. So at this point, you're having fun, although it was kind of sc- it was a little bit scary. But it's you're a little bit fun? scary. There's something daunting about this water slide that I'm always on. Okay, I don't know why. Like sometimes it's a wa- sometimes it's angled. Sometimes it's at an amusement park where it's kind of swirly. Okay. Sometimes it's like through the forest, and I'm just kind of going through like dark dark places. All right. Well, since I do I do fancy myself a bit of a psychiatrist, let me try to analyze this just a little bit. So, have you been on? Any water slides over this summer? Like, no. Any actual water slides? When's the last time you were on water slides? I can't even remember. I think when I uh, – probably at, at the community center off of Foster like four years ago when I wasn't supposed oh, to after water aerobics. That doesn't sound like a good place to be on a water slide. They have water slides there? They have an awesome water slide there. Okay. Just one this, water slide? Yeah. They have like this really cool like spirally water slide, which is mostly for children. But well, yeah, nobody was in the pool that one day, so I went there. But it's been like years since I've been on a water slide. Okay. Were you ever – when you were a kid, were you ever on one of those water slides that they supposedly put razor blades into? Do you remember that? What? No. You don't remember those those urban myths? Did did you guys not have that where you grew up? Oh yeah, there was the big water slide in Salem. That's where that's where everybody goes. The big town of Salem, Oregon. Which, by the way, Salem it's it's not that great. It's, it's not a big um, town. <laughs> so so in in there though, there was this big water slide park off of I think it was off of Lancaster. Which Lancaster Drive is? Mm-hmm. If you're in Portland, it's akin to 82nd Avenue here. So it's it's kind of where eh, there's some. Uh, some some, CDs, some some prostitutes, some uh, hotels you rent by the hours. hour. All right. A lot of uh, porn stores and weird things going on out there. So, but there was a water slide out there, and I remember we were going to go to it when I was a kid, but then there was a big rumor that somebody had climbed up there and put wa- uh, razor blades in between the little uh, lengths of pipe. And so what? when you slid down it, kids were getting cut by razor well, blades. Well, thanks, asshole. Now that's all I'm going to think whenever I go down a water slide. Oh, yeah. No, that was the big... That was the big... I have no idea if that was true or not. What is it not? with our childhoods full of razor blades? Like, it, oh, Halloween candy, razor blades. Yeah. Yeah, razor blades Yeah, everywhere. water slide, razor blades. Yeah. Oh, no, because I, I remember the first time I actually went on water slides, I was slightly terrified because I, was, I had heard all these rumors about razor blades. So I was like, oh, no, what if I get cut? What if I get cut on this? I can't slow myself down. What's going to happen? So, yeah, I had, a, I had a nice freak out on that. Then I got over it. But, okay. yes, that's uh, – so, so you haven't been on any water slides. I haven't summer. been on any water slides. And I don't know why. you weren't afraid of razor blades and water slides when you were a kid. I was not, but now I am. So thank okay. you. Good. Okay. Good, good. Well, it's better to be afraid. That's that's just a good rule for life. Just be afraid of everything. That way, if you don't get hurt, it's a surprise. Okay. But assume everything's going to hurt. Thank you. you. Yeah. Well, sometimes my water slide dreams, like I'll end up someplace where you know, like I'll end up at a house or I'll end up. There have been times where I'm on, in my water slide dream and I end up uh, at an airport. And I'm always trying to get to a flight that I don't really know where I'm going. So you've had dreams of water slides before. Yeah, no, this is a reoccurring. This is a reoccurring dream. one. Yeah, I have, I have reoccurring. There's one house in particular I have had a dream of since I can remember. It's this really big, scary house that will appear in my dreams, and I don't always go into it, but I see it, 
and I know that I don't want to go in there because it's really scary. Okay. There's a house that's always reoccurring. The flying thing is reoccurring, which I can usually fly, which in this dream I couldn't fly. It was weird. I tried to fly. Oh. And I couldn't fly. Okay. It was weird. And then this water slide. This water slide, some sort of, um, yeah, some sort of race, some sort of amazing race kind of thing is always happening. All right. So this particular water slide last night, uh, there are people, you know, on the side of the water slide telling us, like, right, you know, this is the end of the challenge. You're going to go to this boat and uh, you're going to have, a, it's going to be a big free dinner okay. and things are going to be awesome. Okay. All right. So, uh, so the water slide ends and of course, you know, I end up, so it ends and I'm on this huge cruise ship thing. Okay, so the free food was a big uh, big enticement here. It was. The free food, and also they kept saying, which I did see in my dream, that uh, the party is hosted by P. Diddy. <laughs> and I'm it's on kidding. a yacht? It's on a yacht. It was like a boat yacht. It wasn't like too big, but it, had, it was big enough to have like a pool in the middle of it. So you were going to P. Diddy's yacht for a party... And the key thing being free food. But there was yeah, because they were gonna they're like, hey, congratulations on finishing the obstacle course. There's gonna be free food. P Diddy's gonna be like spinning records or something, and it's gonna be there. Well, this doesn't sound bad at all so all right. far. But then it got so this. I want to go on P weird. Diddy's yacht and have free food. Yeah, well, it, it was, it got weird. So then I get on the, on the yacht, you know, and I'm looking for the free food, and they're saying you know, like everybody has to wait for the free food. In the meantime, I'm seeing you know people that I know, they're all just like milling about, but there are signs everywhere. That I keep seeing. When I, I actually wrote, when I woke up this morning, I wrote down my dream so that I wouldn't forget it because it was so fucking weird. Okay. Uh, so there were signs everywhere that I would see that had like, it was almost out of uh, like the Hunger Games, like graffitied kind of things on the side of the wall, like Revive and Vendetta. It was like spray painted on the walls. Okay. And it kept saying extras or nothing. Extras or nothing? Extras are nothing. Extras are nothing. Yeah, okay. So I guess- now, wait a minute. I think I know where this is. So this goes back to when you were on Portlandia I think so. a couple of weeks ago when you were an extra. And I reminded you all you are is moving furniture. You're not worth anything when you're on set. You uh, shouldn't look anybody in the eyes or speak to anyone. Well, Extras are nothing. And yeah. that was when okay, I, there we go. that's when I realized that it started getting weird because as soon as I got there, I realized that we were all extras in – a TV show, and they didn't tell us what kind of TV show it was, but then I started seeing this graffiti, like, extras or nothing, like, beware extras. And I knew beware, that I was Beware in, extras. Yeah. Okay. And then I knew that there was something wrong. So in the meantime, you know, I'm waiting to eat the food, and I'm just kind of um, hanging around. And there are all these basketball players everywhere, and they're all just milling about, and I start to see people set up these video cameras. Like, there's this one particular... Like creepy, you could tell he was like the director of something. And I kept asking you, like, what are you directing? He's like, oh, no, I'm just filming the party. I'm just filming the party. Everything's fine. Okay. Now, were you, were you hanging out with P. Diddy at this point? No, P. Diddy was like doing his uh, like DJing thing off in okay. the corner. Okay. And it was, it was just, it was so weird. So there were all these basketball players everywhere. And then all of a sudden, the meat, the, the temp, the temperament of the entire ship like took a turn. And all of a sudden, it felt really dangerous, and okay. it felt like we needed to leave. So we're, everyone was trying to like pack up their stuff and leaving. In the meantime, I remember Kobe Bryant was in my dream. <laughs> Kobe Bryant is at the party now. Yeah, okay. no, he was. It was a whole bunch of professional basketball players. I don't know why, and he kept like grabbing my face and was trying to like make my face look at the camera. And I'm like, get off of me, Kobe Bryant! I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Did he tell you he wanted room service and to go back to his hotel room? No, he just. It, it was really weird, and he was just laughing, and it was like. All these giant basketball players laughing, and so I realized that this was bad, and we needed to Were get out of there. Were you in an uncomfortable position? I was no, I was just sitting like down in the back seat of a car. Shut up! I was trying to find the free food. So then I went downstairs, and uh, I saw the people who were apparently the wardrobe people, and I'm just like, "Hey, I feel really weird. I'm going to go." And they're like, "All right, but you need to get your your free outfit before, because you know we promised you a free outfit." And okay. then I'm like, "Okay, a free outfit. Okay, a, a free outfit." So despite the fact that you feel this this looming sense of a danger. 
and all of this, you still want to stick stick around and get your well, free outfit. Well, because they were offering a free outfit, and like, it right. looked like some shishi uh, mm-hmm. you know, like thing, and so like they gave me this first one, and it was like some slinky little tank top, and I'm like, I don't, I don't wear slinky little tank tops. I don't think I should wear that. And so he's like, All right, how about this? And then he gave me this poncho, which my mind is awesome. I can't believe I created this poncho. It was a huge, giant green poncho with a hood that looked like a lizard, and he had like sca- it had like a poncho, but it had like scales on it, like a lizard. Who had a- this? That was that was my free clothing. Okay. He gave me a scaled lizard poncho thing. Okay. So I got my poncho. And I'm running around. Everyone's like, "Oh, you got the best outfit." So then I realize uh, that they're of course filming everyone's us. telling you you got the best outfit. Well, right. It's my yeah. dreams. So that's what happens. Right. So then at this point, uh, things are starting to go well. Like I, I see blood, and I see that some people are like not there anymore. I'm is, starting to realize that it's getting murdery. Is Kobe Bryant still there? No, I didn't see him anymore. Are there any other basketball players still there? There were. I they were just in the periphery. I don't really know. That was the one that I saw particularly. So you don't remember who else was there? No, but there were a lot of basketball, like jerseys and. Okay. Oh, and they were all in players. their jerseys. And yeah, in different jerseys, and like just laughing and being really creepy. And that's when I realized, like, oh, this is a bad idea. Okay. So then, eventually, like, I go downstairs into the cruise ship, and then we're on this ferry thing. And all I'm trying to do is get off. What this. do you mean, ferry thing? It turned from a cruise ship into a ferry. I don't okay. know. So it was like a ferry downstairs. And all I know is that I need to get out. And I saw the uh, the camera guy, the creepy director, kind of looked like Kim Jong Il a little bit. <laughs> he was sitting there behind the thing, and he kept smiling. And I'm like, "What are you filming?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't think you want to know." I'm like, "I want to know. What are you filming?" Kim Jong Il was there. Yeah, he was or the director. Kim Jong Un. No, Kim Jong Il. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I'm but he so wasn't really, really saying anything, and he didn't tell me what he was filming. But I knew okay. that he was bad. All right. And so I was trying to get off the ferry, but it was going really, really fast. And there were spa- so get- so there were all these people on the ferry that were all spying to try and make sure that nobody got off the ship before the killing was done. And there were- <laughs> it was fucked up. So I'm on the ship, and all these parents were there, but they were recruiting their children to spy on the people that were trying to get off the ship. Okay, so the parents were in on it. Yeah, so the parents were in on it, and their children were in on it. And so when you try to like climb off the side okay. of the ship... Two things here. I'm analyzing where these things are coming from your dreams. You read that stuff about King, Kim Jong-un and uh, you know his uh, estranged girlfriend and all that stuff. You read that a couple of weeks ago. How he murdered his girlfriend? Yes. So that is where that's coming from. Um, let me see. The children. Where are the children coming from? I'm not sure about that one. Where they, it was like a bunch of Michael Bryans. Which you can listen to a previous episode of Fun Employment Radio to know about Michael Yeah, Bryan's. Michael, fucking Michael Bryan. Yeah. But one part, okay, so I can tell the Portlandia thing is in here too, because at one point I'm trying to get off the ship and nobody's letting me off. And I look and see, and there's a row of producers sitting there, mm-hmm. one of which is our friend uh, Amy Faust from Mike and Amy. Okay. And I was, okay. and Amy I, Faust is watching you? Yeah, no, she's in there in, in the producer's chair, and then Kim Jong il is like setting up the camera, and the killing's about ready to start. And I look at Amy, and I'm like, Amy, Amy, what, what the fuck's going on? And she looks at me, she's just like, shh. I'm like, it's not okay. It's not okay. You're saying that Amy Faust is a North Korean spy? No, but I'm saying like she wanted me to like to cooperate with the filming. Okay. So I think that might have been a Portlandia thing because I did see her on the set of Portlandia because she works for it. And so I was and like, she also works for snuff films. She is does what you're not. Implying. No, that's not what I'm implying. But I'm saying, like, by she's, this a call, she's a you're good friend. You're not saying she doesn't work for snuff films. She's a, shut up. <laughs> she's a calming force usually. But then when she told me, she's like, yeah, it's okay. I was because I was panicking and I was trying to get off of this ship. Okay. And uh, so then eventually I'm, I'm walking along the side and this little child like peeks its head over and it's like, Mommy, Sarah's trying to get off the boat. And Ew! I was so pissed Ew! at this little kid. Oh, that's totally creepy. It was awful. Okay, wait, do it, did it sound like... Mommy, Sarah's trying to get off the boat. And so the only reason, like, I couldn't... I knew, like, my only superpower in this position, I don't know why, was, to, was profanity. 
<laughs> I don't know what it was. Your superpower is profanity. So that's the only way I could get that the children. That is a real to- life superpower you have, by the way. So yeah. that I can understand. But that was the only the way super- that I could get the children. Like, what does it do to them? I don't know, because they were all trying to kill me. But the only way to offend the parents and the children was to say, pro- like, like, use profanity, not toward the child, but out in front. So I remember just trying to uh, like have like some Tourette's episode, because the more profanity I would use, the more the child would leave me alone. Okay. So that I could try and jump off the fast-moving ferry. Wow. It was really fucked up. Okay, and so how did it end? I eventually, I, I jumped off and landed in the water, and then I woke up. Okay. It was it was terrifying. <laughs> and then you woke up with your superpower profanity. And then so, I did. It was, it all was right. weird. Let me ask you this. Now, last week, or maybe it was the week before, you were talking about how you... Um, your kitchen is not the cleanliest It's kitchen. so gross right now, which means, hey, Greg, my birthday month is starting today. Greg, my birthday month is starting today. Okay, we'll get back to that. Which means is, I think it's about time for another coupon for you to clean my kitchen. Come on. Uh, by the way that you just said that, that will never Damn happen. It. Never, Damn it. Never. Never do it to me. Never do that. That will never happen. Nope. Done. That, that gift will never happen again. So with your, uh, with your disturbing kitchen where various things are growing... It is being brought up in the chat. Ryan is saying these are the types of dreams that happen when mold spores hatch in your ear canal. So with all of these different weird things that are growing in your kitchen, when, when's the last time you'd say you, you cleaned your kitchen? It's just been a little while. I've cleaned well, my entire apartment. Let's put an estimate on it. Uh, over under six weeks. Oh, under. You cleaned it less than six weeks ago? Yes. How, how much less? I probably cleaned it about three weeks ago. And you eat every day there, and you don't clean your dishes. You just pile them up, pile, 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 so they just overflow your sink. Oh. And there's bits of food. You don't, you don't throw away the food when you put I it in the I do throw away dish. the food. No, you don't. I've cleaned your kitchen, so I know that's not true. I do throw away true. the food. Uh, so, so there's various things growing, hatching. Um, entire generations of spores of things are coming, coming out there from that kitchen. Is it possible you've been breathing in some of these fumes a little bit too long? No. Is the water slide slide slide. actually your faucet in the fear of uh, running water on your dishes and cleaning them? (laughs) Is that where it's coming from? That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a kind of a uh, you know a a grim process for you. Now people are asking how big my kitchen is. So basically, my apartment's about. uh, It is so small. Have I ever talked about big? I just it's it's about three hundred. It's a little over three hundred square feet. Okay, so it's very small. My kitchen is pretty decent sized. I don't know. You've seen my kitchen. How big do you think it is? Like 10 by 5 or something? Um, I, I'd say maybe a little bit bigger than that. Well, yeah, we'll say around that. Yeah. Around that. 10 by sure. 6, 10 by 10 5. 10 by 6, I don't know. yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. It, it, it's a good good portion of your apartment. Um, all right, it's so... It's such a waste of space. I don't really need that much kitchen. Oh, my God. Your kitchen actually isn't bad at all for the size of that apartment. Oh, it's no, It's pretty good. You have plenty of storage. Well, that's a nice... I know, for shoes. I'm saying maybe there's something coming out of that... Maybe there's something coming out of there think? that's getting... I don't know. That it's is been worse fear. before. I've successfully analyzed pretty much your entire dream here. So there is the, the water slide aspect is your fear of washing your dishes. That's, that's terrifying to you. And I know that for a fact. That is something that you dread. You hate the idea of cleaning things. And you like your kitchen to be filthy. So there's the fear of the water. Then there is the... But I don't fear water. But you know what? There is always water in my dreams. And usually under the water... Like, I've had dreams where there are cities under the water. I've had mm-hmm. dreams where there are bodies. I've had dreams where I see, like, guns under there. Like, I have some really 
creepy water-associated dreams. Yeah, all because you hate cleaning your dishes. That's so not because of the dishes. So there's that. Then you're going to a party where there's free food. Now, you do like free food. I do. So free food's a good thing. I myself It was weird, though. The food, the food itself, though, it looked really decadent. But uh-huh. then, like, every like, like as the longer that the dream went on, like, the more... Like, broken apart the food got. Like, when I got there, it was presented very well. And as things started to change, like, the food started to change as well. Like, it was just kind of crumbled everywhere. And, like, it wasn't it wasn't nice to look at anymore. Much like the food in your kitchen, at one point it was nice, normal food. And now after weeks and weeks of breaking down where things are growing on it, it's kind of not so attractive to look at anymore. Once again, perhaps the yacht is your kitchen. The yacht was your clean kitchen, and then slowly it starts crumbling away to the current state that it's in now, where basically you have to wear a poncho to cover yourself from the spores coming out from your kitchen. And on top of that, it's, it's degraded into this nasty place, this, this dark, dark place, something that you would picture something terrible and evil lurking, maybe like a Kim Jong-il being in charge of your kitchen, something along those lines. And Greg, on this top is pretty of that, good. I'm pretty, uh, this is good. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, this is what it is. And it's so bad now, you're fearing your, your livelihood, your health could be in dire straits because of living in this filthy environment to where people, people, meaning the spores and different things like that, it's trying to consume you, to kill you, to eliminate you. The key here is clean your dishes. That's the bottom line. That is what <laughs> this dream was about. It would make me feel so much better. Every time I do them, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. My entire apartment is clean. Mm-hmm. I cleaned my entire like bathroom. I hung new shower curtains. Like Everything's good. Yep. That goddamn kitchen. I hate doing the dishes so yeah. much. It's yeah. so gross. It's entering into your dreams now. It and on is top entering of that, into my dreams. You don't know what kind of life forms are in there. So it's, it is. It's entering in, in your dreams. This is what it's about. So that's what the entire dream was about. And then also, Amy might be a spy for the North Korean government. That part we don't know for sure yet. We don't know for sure on that one. <laughs> but we can't say she's not. No, because so, that's, what, that's what I got the most scared was because Amy's always so nice. And when she was just like, shh. It's always the nice one. I was like, ah! And that's when I ran and tried to use my power of profanity there it to is. scare the children. There it is. So then what's, the, what's my power of profanity? Well, that's your power in life. That's the, that's the one power you can always rely on. And that's, that's one of your go-to strengths is your power to berate people with <laughs> profanity. So you do have that. Keelan just wrote my favorite part of today's show is where Sarah actually refused the attractive sexy clothing over being, being given to her in lieu of a lizard poncho. <laughs> Seriously, it was a really nice tank top that they're giving me. I'm like, no, 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 that's too nice. I wouldn't wear that. Give me the lizard poncho. <laughs> Man, I really like that lizard poncho. <sighs> well, there's an idea for a birthday present for you. But the thing is... All right, so we successfully poncho. analyzed your dream. Okay. So there it is. Clean your dishes. That's Why is P. Diddy line. in there? I didn't want to get on the basketball players. I don't even know what that's about. Well, I, I could probably guess on I that one. I have no clue. No. No idea. None, no none idea whatsoever. why we'd be thinking about basketball right now. P. Diddy. Yeah. The P. Diddy part, I'm not sure. I haven't quite figured that one out. Something, because he represents, in my mind, he represents like douchiness. Okay. So why would a douchey guy be hosting my kitchen party? Well, it's something you don't like. But at the same it time, you went to his like. party. I did go to his party. You would totally go to a P. Diddy party. Uh, I would. I'd probably get kicked out right away or not even allowed in. But yeah. if I were invited, yeah, I would go in. I would totally, who would pass up a chance to go to a P. Diddy party? 
as douchey as it may be, I would still absolutely go to that. That's true. You don't say no to no. those kind of parties. No, you do not say no to that. Mm-mm. Which, by the way, uh, PJD can contact us at funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And if you'd like to donate, you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the donate button. <gasps> Ooh, Ryan has a good one. That the PDA can represent my landlords who don't give a shit about my apartment or uh, my scooter. Okay. Like he's kind of like the overlord. Because he was kind of the overlord. That's it. Well, yeah, it, it and would be douchey. his party, so. Yeah. Okay, so I they're... mean, they haven't been douchey in a while, but yeah, the whole scooter stuff was, was yeah. pretty shitty. Okay. So maybe that's part of it as well. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. We did settle it. And oh, also- it was just weird. It was the longest, most vivid, and I was like terrified in my dream. It was really scary. Mm-hmm. Particularly seeing blood and Kim Jong-il. And, yeah, your kitchen's terrifying. That's the bottom it line. It is terrifying. Yeah, it's absolutely terrifying. And no, for a birthday present this year, you will not be getting a clean kitchen from me. That was a one-time thing I did last year. Well, that's all right. Other presents cost money, so then you'll have to spend money. That was just a, a plethora of that laying around. So, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, there, there we go. I think we've settled it. We've okay. got it all figured yeah, out. Yeah, but that being said, I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning, couldn't fall asleep until about 7 o'clock again, and then ended up sleeping for like another hour. And that's during that hour, I had that momentous, like it seemed like it went on for hours in my dream. Went on forever. Okay. So needless to say, I haven't had a lot of sleep tonight. How are you doing? Uh, I am I am uh, doing just fine. I didn't have any dreams like that. Instead, um, I had an interesting day yesterday. So let me just say this. I've talked about it on the show here about fall. The season of fall is not my favorite. I am not a big fan of fall. And I know everyone here in Oregon loves fall so much. And I know I'm kind of the the stickler in the mud. I like summer. I like it nice and sunny and that's fun. You're living in the wrong state. You know this, right? Well, I mean, winter's okay as long as there's snow around. Yeah, I know. I'm totally living in the wrong state for that. Um, Fall here, it consists of rain and rain and rain and rain and then leaves falling on your yard and ruining everything. And then you got to clean up the leaves and then bad things happening. So that's my association with fall. There, I've had some momentous occasions in my life have occurred in the fall that uh, weren't weren't necessarily the most fun. Yes, um, and but I mean, so, but things happen all the time. But there's also good things. I mean, we started Fun Employment Radio in the fall. We that sure was a good did. thing. We sure did. It was preceded by getting fired from radio, so that part wasn't as fun. Yes, uh, but yes, that, so there are good things that happen, and so I'm what, trying to take the outlook, the good outlook. So on. what you're trying to do is have, put a positive spin on fall. So you're gonna, you're not gonna be like the, hey, I hate fall guy anymore because you're no, actively trying. No, I'm trying not to. I'm, tr- I'm, I really respect that. I'm trying not to because I hate it when people just like hunker down and they're just like, I'm gonna hate this thing and I'm not gonna change my mind ever. You can't make me. No, that's you no are fun. making an attempt. I don't want to be. I don't want to be upset with the with the season of fall. No, I don't want to be. And Halloween. Halloween's awesome. That's that's fantastic. Um, so I'm trying to trying to actively put positives onto things. Like put a positive spin onto everything. So so let me say this. Yesterday there was something positive that happened. I will say this. Okay. I was at my house, and yesterday I was talking about how my method neighbors have their Tarp City that they've created, yes. which I get to view, and how uh, to hold up Tarp City was this rotting, disgusting mattress that they had left outside in all of the elements sitting on top of a shed. The one we were talking about yesterday that's probably going to get waterlogged and fall through the ceiling. Yes. Okay. Well, let me say this. It's gone. They moved the mattress. The mattress is out of there. It's no longer no way. holding up Tarp City. Tarp City's kind of collapsed. The tarps are still there, but it's pretty much collapsed. It's the ruins it's of Tarp City. It's the downfall of their civilization? It's pretty amazing. So where the mattress went, I don't know. Because the mattress was holding up some of the tarps, right? Yeah. I'm probably going to end up finding that mattress on my property when they dump it over my oh. fence. Is I'm go- not going to be surprised if that happens. Did you happens. peek through the fence? Did you see if like the tar- if the mattress is laying over there? No. No. I don't go into my backyard when it's pouring down rain and there's wind because then I'll get hit by a branch. That's okay. one of my fears. So... I've got a lot of trees. So, uh, 
so but it is gone it's no longer on top of the shed holding up tarp city tarp city has collapsed and the mattress is gone. The That's perch for the method news. is no there. This is fantastic news. That's great news because you were saying really we were getting news. a little active this weekend. They have been. But now with the with their missing mattress, so the, I mean, that's basically they're missing their throne. Yes. He can't sit on his throne anymore overlooking his tarp, tarp kingdom. Yes. So, I mean, that is kind of like the king has been dethroned. Yes, it's true. So that was that was a good thing. And here's how fall works for me. So I, I saw that. I'm all excited. I'm talking to my... And so Greg's like... And so this is you. This is new positive. I'm trying yeah. to like fall, Greg. Yeah, this is because me trying to like fall. I'm like, you know what? No, I don't want to be like that. And you know what? There's a, there's so many good things going on. And and I'm like, and it's, uh, let's focus on the good stuff. And we're in this season right now. I mean, there's no skipping all the way to summer. Like, you've got to live in the moment. Right now, this moment is fall. Oh, if I could it's afford it, I'd first, fly south right now. It's the first day of my birthday month. If I could afford it, Fun Employment Radio would be live from San Diego right now. Greg, did you know that it's the first day of my birthday month? Um, no, I'm not aware of that part anyway. Yeah, true. So, so I see this, see this positive thing, and I kid you not, 10 minutes later, I'm standing there. And you're kind of happy and content for yeah, like, the like, first time. Yeah, I'm like, you know what, this is bit. pretty cool. This is pretty exciting. And then my roommate comes up to me, and he said, hey, um, something's going on with the washer. Oh. <laughs> so, so I have two roommates. Uh, I rent the rooms out, and... And uh, the basement is where the washer and dryer are. Now, I, I own the washer and dryer. It's part of the rent and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know, man. It's, not, it's acting really weird. It's not, it's not really working. And that's, that's when my other roommate jumps in. He's like, oh, yeah, it's been acting really weird for a while, which thanks for letting me know. So <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, it's fine. It, so it, but it had been working. So I go down there, and my washer is completely full of water and clothes, and will not turn on. Oh at all. no! I've taken all the precautions and steps, uh, all the steps to test it out, test different things on it, try different things, and uh, you know, checked the circuit, checked everything that I could possibly check. It's completely dead. My washer is completely dead. So it wasn't like a little switch thingy no, and the switch things? W- I'm not sure what you're trying you to You know reference. what I'm talking about. You're talking the about little... the circuits? Yes, that. Did I break a circuit? No, it wasn't the circuit. But see, I knew that was a good question. It's not the circuit. No, I even took an extension cord and plugged it in somewhere else just to even just test that out. So just, to, just in case there was something. No, that was not it. So I am telling you. That is, that is, uh, that is so my washer is dead. Is it working today? No. No, it's oh, not. Oh, man. So that's what I've been doing this morning. I woke up to that. And, and for that, that split second when I woke up, I, mean, I, I know there's a lot worse problems in the world. But I'm just like, since I'm actively trying to be And this does affect, you know, I have to replace that. So I have to figure out how to fix this or replace it, which is not cheap or easy. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I woke up so for, for about five minutes. I woke up and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm in this new positive attitude. Oh, shit. Wait. I was going to do laundry today. Well, but I think now that I can't we do need laundry. to. So, uh, so. That's uh, that's what I've been dealing with today. That's what I'm going to go home Greg, and, and work on. Greg, let me let me see. Look, this is something positive to Greg. Yeah, I have plenty of quarters, and there are washing machines at my apartment complex. Would you like to come over and do your laundry there? <laughs> that's nice, and I appreciate that offer. But I have to I have to fix this thing. Okay, because um, you know I have tenants, so it's uh, part of the part of the fun of that. So do you so, know? Have you ever had to fix a washing no, machine? No. Well, okay. I'll, I'll tell you what I've done. The only way I know because mechanical stuff. I am not good with that. I fully admit I'm the lamest dude ever for that kind of thing. Working on cars, not my thing. Working on mechanics, not my thing. Um, it, even washing machines. But you know I know Dean what's... Winchester. Who's Dean Winchester? Never mind. Go ahead. So the uh, 
I only know what's gone wrong before. So I know like if the tube breaks or I know um, I know a few things, just just random stuff that's gone wrong before. Like if it was electrical, if it was just like an outlet or something like that, that's that's no problem. I could fix that. But uh, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what's what's wrong with it. But it will not turn on at all. Dang. So anybody out there with washing machine advice, send an email to funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Attention handyman Greg. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> attention handyman Greg, really? Attention handyman Greg. And let me know if you have any advice on that. Let me know if you have any advice. Oh, I wish I could give you advice. The only advice I could give you is like directions to a laundromat. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, I know, I know. That's 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 about uh, that's about that's about what I'm what I'm at right now. So yeah. So anyway, so what you're it's saying full is of that water you- too. So I have to pump all that out, <laughs> which I've got to do when I get home. Which luckily I have a I have a sub pump, so or sump pump, whatever. And uh, so I'll be pumping out water today. Oh, is that like the kind of thing that you can use like siphon out gas or something? No, it's an it's like you drop it into it and it'll pump the water out. You have to hook it up to a hose and then. Yeah, blah blah blah. It's not very exciting talk that I'm going to go into. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, All I right. Have so to you're saying you're putting up. the call out. If anybody can please help Greg try and get a sunny disposition toward fall, he is very much struggling here, and his washing machine decided to shit all over <laughs> his positive and outlook. And it's not just the washing machine. There's other things, but it, we'll leave it at that. And and the thing is, you know, I'm I'm generally a pretty positive guy, and uh, I'm trying I'm trying to enjoy fall. I'm trying to change my mind frame about fall. Okay. So yeah, if there, if there are positive things you can think of that are associated There are many fall. positive things. Like for example, I was born in the fall. I was born in it. <laughs> so the positive Molded thing is it. you being born in the fall. Absolutely. That's... Look at this. We spent the past like and four years together circled... doing this, talking back and forth. You would just be in, a, in an empty room if, uh, if fall wasn't around. If fall wasn't here, I wouldn't be here, Greg. Well, um... Some De- Debbie Downer talk here in the chat right now. Uh, so, so, all right. So you were. That, let's just circle back. It is. It's your birthday, but your birthday isn't for another week and a day, right? So your birthday is next Wednesday. Oh my gosh! Next Wednesday, October 9th, Sarah will be thirty-four years old. I will be thirty-three and- years old. It's going to be two threes. I'm two numbers in a row. Well, which if anyone knows about my OCD thing with numbers, I'm super stoked about it. I am excited. My sister understood. Yeah. She's like, I can be 33. That's two numbers in the room. Like, totally. It'll be the age of Jesus. Is that how old Jesus was? I think so. Right? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Jesus was 33. I'll be as old as Rolling Rock. Isn't that the 33? That's, really not, that's, not, that's, not, that's not how that okay. works. Um, so, yeah, but you will be in your 34th year, it is being noted it's by true. Edward in the live chat. It's true. So, right so, now, I'm technically in my 33rd year. All right, year. but here's the thing. You don't get to celebrate your birthday yet. But I It do. is not your time. Per yes, the birthday rules that um, I have been basically placed in charge of, the birthday rules... Nobody has given you any credence to give the birthday well, rules. Well, by, uh, by general consensus and demand, I'm in charge of the birthday rules, and you don't get to celebrate your birthday yet. Your I can celebrate be, my birthday whenever I damn well please. Your birthday will be October 9th. That is your birthday day, and not a day sooner. I can have a birthday month. A birthday month. Yes. You know what? That's putting a positive spin on fall. You're looking for something to brighten your days. Why don't you think about the fact that we can celebrate my birthday every day? <laughs> What's not to love about that? <sighs> That's all I'm saying. So there's lots of good things that happen in the fall. In the fall, let's see. Uh, the leaves are pretty outside. There's some crisp air. There, uh, You can go to the pumpkin patch. You can get... Uh, that kind of pumpkiny things. There's Halloween. You really like Halloween. You Halloween, like dressing I do. Up. Halloween, I like. Halloween is a bright spot. Halloween's a lot of fun. Yes. 
Thanksgiving. Your mom's a really good cook. I'm sure you could you eat lots of good Thanksgiving foods. Well, this is true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are two good things. There are those are two days. To get, there's uh, there are lots of like good movies coming out during the fall slash winter. Like TV shows are starting back up. Okay. All right. People there have uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm trying, trying to, to bring down your birthday. No, <laughs> so no, <laughs> it is it is your birthday. So what are you going to be doing for your birthday next next week? I don't know. Okay, I'm not sure yet. All right, I think I might want to go to perhaps one of our sponsors. Oh, I think so. Perhaps we should uh, talk about that too later this week and let people know okay. which sponsor. Everyone you're wants to out come with. and hang out. All right, have, I want to try the because um, I've had the fun employment here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops! I just gave away where it was. Well, there it is. Okay. But yes, so it's the start of my birthday month. Kind of a weird dream to start it off with, but I'm okay with that. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about your washing machine. I know you're trying to be positive. <laughs> no, it's just one of those things like, God dang it. It's so annoying. I hate working on mechanical stuff. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate oh. it more than, more than work. Well, also, I want to give a big shout out to uh, our buddies in the chat who are drinking because they're government employees and not working today. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. You guys are having a rougher day than, yeah. than any, any of us. So I'm, I'm not saying this is... The end of the world. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of people that that aren't working correctly. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully, oh god, whatever. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I do have some short short ball talk. You want to do some short? It's but very balls? it's very short ball talk, but it does have to do with some conspiracy theories and um, Consp- oh conspiracy so, theories. Yes, but let's do that, and then when we come after ball talk, um, I've got uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up about uh, about Aaron. That Aaron suggested. Okay. I want to get your opinion on this. Okay. And get listeners' opinions. So. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. First up in ball talk. Speaking of the government shutdown, which has just occurred. So the government shutdown is affecting a lot of things. Obviously, uh-huh. a lot of public services, a lot of uh, a lot of things. We won't even go into all that side of it. I'm just going to focus on one tiny little aspect, and that is the world of sports. Mm. So, um, because of there the government shutdown, sports. that's a that's a happy thing. Yeah, there's sports. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's there. Good. You go. Yeah, that should put a smile on your face. Yeah, I like talking about sports. Sure. Um, So with that There is this This weekend there are two possible games That may be cancelled Because of the government shutdown One of them being Air Force and Navy Because those are federal organizations Um, So they've suspended They've suspended all athletic teams For those For the two schools In addition to suspending them for Army So in case you didn't know All three of those schools have When you said Army it just sounded like Buster Bluth (laughs) I'm an army. <laughs> I'm an army now, mother. <laughs> mother and boy. All right, so uh, so there, it's, there's a good possibility. Right now, all of the athletic um, athletic departments are suspended, so no teams can practice. Nobody can do anything associated with that in either of these schools, including Army, which may cancel the Army-Boston College game, which just to show how that what the ramifications are of that, you know, that means Boston College doesn't play either. That affects that entire community. Wow. And 
there's economy. There's so many there's things so that much are being money affected. Associated yeah. in whether you like sports or not, there's so much money associated with putting on a college football game that's good for the community. You know, mm-hmm. all those businesses that make tons of money off of these things because people are going there to watch the games. Oh yeah, they're all out of luck too. So even tangentially, oh, yeah, like during- just one tiny little thing of this giant. This is a tiny, tiny little piece of this. That's true. Shutdown, but I'm just saying. Well, like at the with the lockout with the Rose Garden, yeah, uh, you just saw how it affected everybody. How it mm-hmm. affected caterers, it affected people who were seasonal workers. Like, oh yeah, all around the business, how other yeah. businesses relied on that business, but this one thing mm-hmm. fucked up everything. Yeah, 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 pretty much, pretty much. So there are. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that is that is part of it. So these tiny little things, this is some of the ramifications of it. So anyway, Boston mm. College, two football games I may not be predicting this weekend. Moving on to ball talk. Something that's not shut down by the government is this. Fantasy football. Now, have you ever played fantasy football? Yes. It's basically, I didn't know what I was doing, It's though. basically a role-playing I game. I just picked people. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. It is It is a role-playing game. It is as nerdy and geeky as anything else. You're looking at stats and different trying to put players in different positions, and it's very, very nerdy. I do it. I play in a league that I've played in for a long time, but I don't play like this. So it's serious big money now. There are people that put in thousands of dollars into these leagues hoping to win and get a payout. So it's basically wow. betting on this thing. Oh, I mean, thousands and thousands. Um, let's see. It was estimated that 32 million Americans play fantasy sports, um, and it is about... about 30, 11, wow. 32 million American Americans play fantasy sports. So that's not just football, but majority is football. And uh, you know, there's basketball and hockey and baseball and all that stuff, too. But an estimated $11 billion is spent what? on fantasy football. That is what the estimate Didn't is. Didn't you have some other estimate about like how much, uh, like financially, how much work is lost during fantasy football season? Um, like how much well, companies... during during uh, the insanity of the month before April, yeah. there's a lot, billions and billions of dollars are lost in, in work productivity. So this is... You know, 11, yeah, estimated $11 billion spent on fantasy football. Hey, Greg, it's being asked uh, what your fantasy football team name is. <laughs> the East Side Wife Beaters, because I used to wear Wife Beaters all the time, so that was my... Your fantasy football team is the East Side Wife Beaters? But named after the A-frame shirt. I did not... I was not prepared for that. Well, I've had the team for 12 years now, and I used to wear a lot of Wife Beaters, so... And so that was my that was my thing. Eleven million dollars spent on fantasy football, and now there are in fact organizations that are taking out insurance for fantasy sports teams. It's actually called fantasy sports insurance, where you can put in money, and in case one of your players gets injured, you get a payout. What? Yes. That's fucked. So when you're when you're constructing your team, you're getting players from all kinds of different teams, but somebody gets injured it can totally screw over your team and um now you can buy fantasy sports insurance uh last year the the company is just ramping up right now attention keith the nerd this is the nerdiest thing i have heard in a long time and it has to do with sport ball oh just so you know it is just as nerdy as playing it's it's like playing D &D. it's it's a playing a role-playing game Mm -hmm. it totally is and uh, it's just something that you can buy insurance on. So if one of your players goes down, I could see somebody totally having something like this for D&D, too. Um, the, uh, the company will pay you out money in case you, uh, in case you have injuries. So they paid out about $15,000 last year in insurance. 
and it's estimated they're going to going to be paying out a lot more this year as more and more people start going on this. I mean, they have an entire television show. The league is based around fantasy yeah. football. No, which it's is true. Pretty funny show. It actually is, and I don't really I don't understand fantasy football, but I I do think that show is mildly amusing. Yes. And finally, in ball talk, we've have we have this, Sarah. Hmm. Conspiracy theories. Oh boy. You've been you've been taking too many liberties the, with those the knobs, voice modulators. The knobs make me happy. Let okay, me play fall. with the knobs. There you go. That makes you happy. Let me play knobs with the knobs. Knobs in the fall make you happy. Yes. I like playing with the knobs. So, Baltimore Ravens uh, player Terrell Suggs. It's kind of an interesting guy. And Ray Lewis has actually made the same claim, too. So, do you remember watching the Bowl of Supers last year? Yes. I remember, Baltimore versus San I remember Francisco. watching uh, the Bowl of Puppies. Well, okay. But during San Francisco and Baltimore's game in the Super Bowl, there was something that had never happened in a Super Bowl before or any other major sporting event, and that was that power outage. So, you remember half the stadium yes. lights went out just uh, suddenly during the middle of the game and delayed the game for, I think it was like a half hour or more. Um, while they tried to get the lights back on and had to rig up generators. Well, two of the Baltimore Ravens players are making the accusation that it was fixed. Oh, boy. That the reason... So this is what Terrell Suggs is saying. Um, it was like... he. This is his quote. It was like Vegas parlor tricks. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, Roger Goodell. That's the commissioner of NFL. He never stops. He always has something up his sleeve. He just couldn't let us have this one in a landslide, huh? So he's claiming... And by the way, he won the Super Bowl. The Baltimore Ravens won. He's claiming that because Baltimore was doing better than San Francisco at that point, that there was a conspiracy to turn off the lights and stop the game to make to give uh, aid to San Francisco so that they would have a chance to wow. come back and beat Baltimore in this giant conspiracy theory that he thought. <laughs> so, um, but it's kind of late to be like pitching your conspiracy theories, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, you should have done that like right at the right from the get go. Well, Ray Lewis has made the same claim as well. He's he's claimed that it was that it was rigged. It was rigged to try to stop the Baltimore Ravens from winning the Super Bowl, but they fought through and they won anyway. So that's this is what their claim is. They're they're, they're claiming that it was done because Baltimore was doing too good. So it was to help out the San Francisco 49ers. Sure, <laughs> yes, which makes perfect sense. So conspiracy theories abound in the NFL. Who shut off the lights? <laughs> Terrell Suggs says Roger Goodell did it. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Conspiracies. Stop it. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of conspiracies, so and this kind of goes along those lines. Okay. So Aaron wrote me and had a suggestion of something that maybe I should do. And I don't know if I want to do it or not. Aaron, this is Aaron Durant. Aaron Durant. Okay. Um. So I've talked about this other podcast that I listen to sometimes when I run. It's called the Paranormal Podcast because it's about paranormal things. And they talk oh, about God. Is this your paranormal like, podcast that you talk about? You're like, I'm you like this in my paranormal podcast. They talk about ghosts and then they talk about like Bigfoot and stuff like that. And then they, they have people that – like experts that come on and stuff like that. So – but there's another one, a side one from this called Jim Harold's Campfire where they have listeners call in and tell their stories and Aaron was suggesting suggesting that I call in and talk about some of the things at the house, Ooh. at my house that have happened. Well, what particular thing would you talk about? Well, I don't know, because I don't necessarily believe there's anything going on. All right. Well, so you could talk like, about the Eunice, and you could talk about the thing saying, yelling your name, or the little girl downstairs, or the mumbling in the other room. I don't really know which one. Yeah. Or the take off your shoes. Oh, yeah. There's that, too. Well, I mean, 
I could say what's happened, but I don't... It's being pointed out that you listen to paranormal podcasts yet won't investigate your own house. Mm-hmm. That is para- Hell no. paranormal. Okay. Hell no. You don't do that where you live. Mm-mm. No I'm surprised. We, we need to get a paranormal show on the network, by the way. Well, there's somebody advertising on Craigslist right now for, that's looking for people to join their paranormal uh, investigation team. Oh, boy. I don't know. We know a lot of paranormal people. Like, why would you want to pick someone randomly off a of Craigslist? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying there's, there's, there's opportunities out there. Can you, uh, if I get started on World of Crazy, can you please to be finding the paranormal podcast person that's trying to find the team? Well, no, that's not a podcast person. This is a separate thing that was on Craigslist. They just want to it's go It's an exploring. investigation team. Yeah. That's just here in town. But, um, yeah, maybe Aaron and I should talk about doing one. So, but anyway, I'm debating whether or not I should call into this thing. So here's what I'm worried about. Okay. If I call into this, am I going to seem like a crazy person? Yes. Oh. You seem like a crazy person every day, but it's not going to be any different. But I mean, I don't actually actively believe these. I mean, there's weird crap that happened and I can't explain it. I mean, it's true. There is weird stuff that has happened in the house. I don't know exactly how to explain some of it. Some of it could have been dreams. Some of it not. Uh, the thing yelling my name, I, I can't explain that. I did not make that up. I was not really hardly, I was hardly even asleep. That happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I can't explain that one. But I don't, I just don't want to, I don't want to come across as like a, like a total whack job. Is that what I'm going to seem like? Well, I don't know what thing? kind of podcast it is. Like, is it somebody that will take well, he does, seriously? He treats everybody seriously. Yes. And, well, then you won't sound like a whack job if he's going to take you seriously. Okay. But this isn't like the person... I mean, if it's, like, if it's not like somebody who's just like, ah, look at this schmuck who thinks his house up. Like, if he's actually going to listen to you... Oh, yeah. No, he does. Well, then, yeah. I mean, I don't should see I any do harm it? in that. Yeah. Should I call into it? I totally think you should. All right. Does he I give will. advice or is I've it never just storytelling? You know, in all my years of, uh, of doing radio and being involved in all that stuff, I've never really called into someone's show. I've never... I don't think I have As a either. listener. Yeah. No, yeah. I've, I've never done... I think maybe when I was a kid, I might have called to like try to win something. I did. I, I called in like when I was on vacation when I was on radio, like to call in and say hi. Well, no, that's different though. Yeah. You were but part like, of the show. Yeah. No, I mean as a listener calling in. I just... I don't... I've never... I've never been focused on that side of it. Yeah. So I feel kind of weird doing it. Oh, just do it. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll do. You have you have a story. Okay. Tell your story. All right. And so that way, you know, you can have somebody tell you that you're not crazy, and then maybe you'll loosen up and let us actually investigate your house. Never. That's not going to happen. By the way, I totally want to be there when you call into your paranormal podcast. Oh, and because Aaron was actually on it. You can go back and listen to Aaron's. Oh, awesome. Yeah, he was on it. He sounded great. He did a good job of it. Hello, my friends. I'm trying to find a visual aid for this. Hang on just a second. I have it pulled up. I just need to find it. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. I don't usually talk about this person, but I thought this was extra super douche. So uh, I wanted to let you guys know about it. Now, we all know of a guy named Justin Bieber, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of him. Sure. Bieberland. Now, now, Justin Bieber has been in the news, of course, because uh, he's a, he's kind of a little shit. He's a, you know, he has, he's a shit apple. Yeah. Oh, he's he definition. He's King a, of the shit apples. He's a Michael Bryan who, he's a Michael Bryan who grew up. He is Michael Bryan. Yep. So, uh, you know, whether it's attacking photographers, peeing in a worker's mop bucket or spitting on his own fans, Justin Bieber has not exactly shown a great regard for the feelings of others, but his behavior while on tour in China 
has topped even his previous bratty antics. So get this. This was yesterday. And apparently Justin Bieber is in China. Apparently, and I have the picture right here. Oh, here, we posted that into the live chat. I'm posting chat that into the live chat right now. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. Por- you know, real quick thing. Yeah. The amazing thing about the live chat is even if you miss it, if you're a subscriber, you can go to the archives. That's amazing. So yeah. you can still be a part of it even if you can't listen to it live. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that is an amazing benefit to being a subscriber. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Justin Bieber, hell? while he went to the Great Wall of China, he decided he didn't want to walk up to it. So he made his bodyguards carry him on their shoulders. That is what this picture shows, and this was not staged. Justin Bieber was spotted forcing his team of bodyguards to carry him on their shoulders up to the Great Wall of China. He is a real-life King Joffrey. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a room where he just has a... I don't know. Oh, a oh yeah, a little torture setup. room. Yeah. Oh, with a with a whore hanging from the wall. Yeah. Totally. Yep. He is a real life Joffrey. Yep. That's totally it. Uh, so uh, instead of being outraged, though, his in case you don't know this, unfortunately, I think everybody does. His fucking fans are called believers. Yeah. Well, instead of being outraged about it, his brainwashed believers were amused when photos of his stunt on the Great Wall emerged on Twitter. The Future of Tomorrow wrote, I can't get over the fact that Justin made his bodyguards carry him to the top of the Great Wall of China. Ha <laughs> ha, that's funny. Someone else wrote, only Justin, well, excuse me, this was Bieber fan 67 only Justin would have someone take him, uh, carry him up the Great Wall of China. Ah, oh, my baby boy. What the hell? Now, why are those guys even doing that? Now, I get they're probably getting paid a lot of money, but still, just on pure that, principle, that, that, I would yeah. never do that. I would be like, nope, fly me to, uh, I'm going home. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I am not going to carry your fucking 18-year-old ass up this up these stairs. No. I wouldn't do it. Oh, no. No, no, no. So apparently, doesn't matter. The youth of tomorrow and today all believe that it's just fine for King Shit Apple to make his bodyguards carry him up the Great Wall. Because he's China. too lazy to walk up the because stairs? he's too lazy to walk up the stairs. <sighs> That's true. Yeah, I also hate being picked up, so I don't think I would let anybody carry me up. I don't know. Maybe when it came, when it was novelty time, then you could be like, then you could choose who, because then if you got to that level, then nobody could just come up and pick you up because you'd have, you know, people to protect you. So when you were picked up, it would be more of a novelty because people weren't picking you up. No, no, I don't want anybody picking me up. Okay. Next up, I want to give a shout out to, and let me find his name, to... Rule7Doog on Twitter. He sent me this story. Very much appreciated. And this is a Florida with trees story out of our good old Oregon. Oregon. Dateline Coos Bay, Oregon. Sorry, my stomach's growling if you're picking that up. Is that I what think, that is? Yeah, I forgot. I was to wondering eat. what was going on. I forgot to eat lunch. <laughs> Sorry. My lunch is sitting right there. I just have not eaten it yet. Out of Coos Bay, Oregon. The Coos, the Coos County, County Sheriff's Office. Is now reporting say, saying a woman was arrested this past weekend after she was found passed out naked in the living room of her former home that she did not live in anymore. Oh. <laughs> Deputies say a work crew went to a residence uh, and found Leslie Diane Thomas, 51 years young, of Coos Bay, buck naked and sleeping on the living room floor. <laughs> Authorities say that uh, Leslie Diane Thomas had lived in the house before. However, she did no longer. Deputies say she broke out a living room window to get inside. When deputies arrived, they found the still-intoxicated Thomas inside of the home. She was arrested by deputies and charged with first-degree criminal trespass and second-degree criminal mischief. She was lodged at the Coos County Jail, where deputies say she was given 
some clothes. <laughs> so she, her clothes weren't even there? No, they weren't there. She was just buck naked, broke the window, and was laying in the middle of the living room. Wow. Where did her clothes go? I, Greg, that is a question for the ages. Have you ever done that, um, like, accidentally, like, driven to the place where you used to live? Because I used to do that all the time. Yeah. I move. And then uh, just on autopilot, I would drive to the old place. Mm-hmm. I never broke in. Although I did have a friend who, well, no, he did that because he thought it was his truck. I had a friend in college who um, may or may not have become very intoxicated. He was staying at my place um, for an extended period of time because he had been in trouble with the law. Okay. And yeah, Long story. Anyway, um, he wasn't a fugitive or anything like that. But he, he came back from the bars in Corvallis and thought he saw what was my truck. And for some reason, in his mind, he thought there were going to be cigarettes in my truck. And so he opened the door to this vehicle and started rifling through the glove box, all very intoxicated. I found out about this next day when, when I realized he wasn't at home. And I'm just like, oh, I wonder, wonder what happened to him. What happened to him? And then I got a call from jail. So, Oh, no. So what happened is he thought it was my truck, started rifling through the car. And the guy who owned this truck that he, apparently looked like mine came out and was like, what the hell are you doing? And I guess he, he got uh, very upset, my friend did, and, and started disputing. He's like, no, it's Greg's truck. I'm just Greg's doing? truck. And the guy's like, that's not Greg's truck. And uh, he ended up throwing him to the ground and then uh, holding him there until the police came and arrested him for breaking it. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. My so friend, that was a case of mistaken idea. My friend who drove a Honda Civic, like uh, this is probably about like eight years ago, got into the wrong car. Mm-hmm. And the key, her key actually unlocked the door and turned on the ignition and we were driving away before she realized she's like this isn't my fucking car and Ugh. it was a car it was the exact same make and model and for some reason her key worked unlocking the doors the ignition everything we were driving down the street and she's just like what the fuck is like it had a whole bunch of guys stuff in it and it was not her car it was okay. bizarre yeah that is weird yeah so it was a Honda Civic yeah this friend of mine he's a very very successful man now so I don't want to say who he is but okay. he's uh, very high up in something okay Next up? Yes. From Coos Bay to Moscow. An attempt to spice up their sex life went badly wrong for a middle-aged couple in central Ukraine when they were run over by a train while attempting to have sex on the railroad tracks. Oh. You know Ukraine's a different country than Russia, though. Right? It says in central Ukraine. It says yeah. Moscow. Okay. It's Dateline Moscow. Don't try and outsmart me. They were, they were on the train tracks? An attempt to spice up their sex life went very poorly for a middle-aged couple in central uh, Ukraine when they were run over by a train while they were having or attempting to have sex on the railroad tracks. Oh. This might be a, a Darwin watch if we saw that. Uh, the woman died on the spot. Oh. While the, don't lay on a fucking railroad well, track yes, and have sex. Well, yes, this is true. Yeah, that is true. The woman died on the spot while the man lost both of his legs oh, Jesus. and was hospitalized. Oh, Yes, the man and his lady friend had failed to overcome their natural passion when walking home and wanted to experience the extreme sensation of fornicating on the railroad tracks. The ministry, How do you not hear it coming? The ministry cited the legless, now legless surviving victim as saying, The duo were run over by a switcher lo- locomotive. I believe that's one of the automated ones, isn't it? I think so. That's one of the ones that switches the tracks or something? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the incident took place early Saturday morning. The ministry did not release the victim's name, saying only that the man was 41 and the woman appeared to be 30-something. Ugh. Don't, 
don't be an idiot. Well, it's you got a good point. There. I loved this story. Are you ready for this story? I think you might like it too, Greg. This is my favorite headline I've read in a while. Okay. This is a story about a hundred about a woman who is 111 years old. Okay. A hundred and eleven year old woman's secret to a long life. Twenty cigarettes a day and a pint of sherry for breakfast. A pint of sherry for breakfast and 20 (laughs) cigarettes a day. Dorothy Peel has just celebrated her 111th birthday and says her longevity is uh, is because of all the booze, cigarettes, booze and cigarettes that she ingested and also never having children. Now, Widow Dorothy has enjoyed, uh, oh, this is a British story, so it's a tipple for years and has smoked most of her life. Uh, Dorothy Peel says, I drink regularly throughout the day. In the morning, I'll have a pint of sherry. For lunch, gin and tonic, and around 7 p.m., a ginger ale with some whiskey. These days, though, I've cut it down significantly. I still drink, but not the full pint. So she decided... (laughs) So she's still a drinker and a smoker. But she's cut down on smoking. She decided to cut down on smoking at 103 because she got bronchitis, and the doctor warned her that it probably wasn't good for her at this point. At that point, though, who cares? Yeah. So uh, then she goes on to say, uh, so much for drinking and smoking isn't good for you. I'm living proof that uh, a little bit of what you fancy does you good. And I think not having kids has helped. That's probably why I look and feel so good. (laughs) Dorothy Peel of uh, Bridington, East Yorkshire, uh, vividly remembers the sinking of the Titanic and being bombed uh, out twice in the war where she worked and lived as a secretary. She said she remembers the shock of everybody when the Titanic sank. There was sadness everywhere. She's lived through uh, two world wars. She's lived in residential care for the past 13 years, but her worker, who takes care of her, says that she's a wonderful independent lady who loves to choose her own clothes and dresses herself. She will never wear slippers and insists on wearing her shoes with a two-inch heel every day. Wait. She's very elegant and knows her own mind. The Titanic was real? I hate you. So this woman is basically your hero, is what you're saying. Kind of. Kind of. Are you going to start drinking sherry now so that you can? Sherry's be- gross. I don't like sherry. But I don't, that's I don't that's remember the key. what. Hmm. I don't really like gin. What is, sh- is sherry like a brandy? Isn't it like a, like a uh, like a di- like a dinner drink? A dinner liqueur or something? Yeah, it's some. I know. I'm, it's like honestly, sweet. I'm not entirely sure. I know I didn't like it. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. I think is it pink? I think it's pink. I feel like that. Yeah, I remember. Not- I didn't like the taste of it. Okay. Uh, Sherry is fortified wine. Okay. Yeah, I don't... Oh, so it's like nitrine or something like that. Oh. Fuck you. You know I don't like that. So Mad Dog is Sherry? Do they still have Mad Dog? Uh, I think they do. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they have Mad Dog. Then you have to go further on the outskirts because I know they banned a bunch of malt liquor like down toward the waterfront. I know because I've tried to buy Mickey's and you can't buy it down there. What? Greg, and finally, I do have a story. That I wanted to tell you about because, well, sorry, I'm like all spazzy. I need to eat something. Um, I do have a story to tell you about because it has been in the news. I brought it up a couple times, but I do want you to be made aware because it is now knock, knock, knocking at our door. Now, it's been elsewhere around the country, Greg, but I wanted to let you know that a new sighting has occurred for you and for all of your male brethren. I'd like to let you know. What do you mean? Do you Britney remember? Spears? Is Britney Spears here? She's in Vegas right now. Remember, she's doing her show. Oh. Britney Spears has residence in Vegas for the next three years. You can totally see her somewhere. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? What theater is she working at? She's at uh, uh, Hard Rock. Damn. 
know somebody at one. Oh, God. going to try to pull some strings. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's been guessed in the chat, Edward. The Paku is back in the news. Now, do you know what the Paku is, Greg? Paku. Paku. No, I like saying Paku. Paku. The Paku, which, of course, is known as... Tupac's little brother. Which is known as the testicle-eating fish, which also looks like a piranha with dentures, which is basically exactly what it is. It's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it looks like a piranha with human dentures in it. It's terrifying. And so this has been kind of plaguing places here and there. Uh, At first, it it turned up in far-flung destinations, like it was in Denmark and France. Then it started appearing more in the States. So there were reports of it uh, being seen in uh, Illinois, also in northern New Jersey. I remember that one last week. Yeah, but it's all east of here. Yeah, it was. What are you talking about? Now, Greg, a Paku has turned up in a suburban lake in Seattle, Washington. What? A suburban lake in Seattle, Washington. A Paku has been found. Yes. Looks like more and more people are getting rid of their Paku and throwing them Who into are these lakes. people that are doing this? Apparently, the latest Paku was hooked by a fisherman in a lake called Lake Kai, which is right outside of Seattle. This latest Paku was 17 inches long. What? 17 inches long, so and it was found... So the reason these things are feared because they mistake berries in... I will tell you. I will give you, I will give you an okay. update. All right. And people are saying this might be the beginning of Pacumageddon. Oh. So this fish, of course, now it's appearing in Washington State because, like it has every place, people are dumping them into lakes after it outgrows the owner's tank. Why they still sell these things, I don't know. I've told you before, Paku grow very fast. It can reach sizes of up to four feet long. And exotic fish owners often get rid of them by releasing them into natural bodies of water. Why? So it's not just in the Seattle area. There are also news reports of these being caught in this past month. Arizona, Colorado, California, Arkansas, Texas, Alabama, Idaho, Indiana, Massachusetts, Maine, Mississippi, Virginia, Oklahoma, Utah, Wisconsin, and Wyoming, among other unlisted locations. Now, are there pictures of this? There is one of this one. Are these just false reports? People no, are just there is one. The, the fisherman took a picture of the 17-inch Paku that he got outside of Seattle, Washington. Let me take a look at this. Look up Lake Kai, K-I, Paku. Oh, jeez, it popped right up. Yeah, that's what she said. Oh, jeez. Oh, see, my God. Yeah, it's a scary one. So I'm just giving this is I want to let you guys know in case you're a fisherman, like you fall in the water, like cover, cover, your, cover your stuff. Because the, the thing with the Pakus... Is uh, the fact that uh, the fish can pose a danger if you're in the water because they are vegetarians, but they do have human shaped and sized, sometimes larger than human uh, teeth and strong jaws that they crack open tree nuts with. But they sometimes confuse tree nuts for uh, human testicles. So once again, at the end of this, it is begging people to stop dumping your testicle-eating fish into fresh bodies of water. Seriously. Because you are a bad person. You know how much I like water skiing and swimming Oh, yeah, be careful. Oh, you like going in lakes, too, swimming huh? Swimming in lakes and rivers and... Just think somebody just has one I really bad enjoy day. that. They have one bad day and their fish is just a little too big. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm putting this in the lake that Greg likes to water ski at. Let's see how he likes this. Well, bring him back to Codpiece. It's my only choice in this matter. 
I'm gonna start wearing a cod piece all the time. Best of luck to you. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. <sighs> I just wanted to let you know, like, I didn't realize that it was moving closer. And now you had to ruin summer for me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's better than ruining fall, right? <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. So just just be careful out all there. Right. That's all what right. I'm saying, everyone. Greg looks positively. That's just so disturbing. Destroyed. Oh, wait, before we do this. Yes. Yes, we do have some birthdays. Indeed, we do that. Uh, we or have... should we do the first one for me since it's the beginning of my birthday month? No. No, it is not your birthday. You do not get to celebrate it today. Well, That's first I'd not... say since my birthday is coming up in a week and a day, it's probably like. You don't get to do that for yourself. Happy October 1st, Sarah, for your birthday month. Happy birthday I, I can to mute you. This. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to we are you. Your birthday right. is more than a week away. No. All right, who else? Oh, John in Boring. His son, Kevin. It is Kevin's 27th birthday today. Fuck John, you're old. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. All right, we need to say happy birthday. <laughs> John just called me a bitch. <laughs> to Andy. <laughs> Andy. Andy. It's a- it was Andy's birthday on Monday. And um, Andy, I messed up and didn't say it. We're sorry, Andy, but it's even more special today. So happy birthday, Andy. I hope no Pacus eat your balls. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. We also need to say happy birthday. A very special one. To Patch in Cincinnati. Patch in Cincinnati. Patch in Cincinnati. I'm so sorry. Paul wrote in and he did everything right to remind us to say happy birthday. (laughs) He did. He wrote us numerous times and we went back and forth. And every time we forgot because we're horrible people. Now, because we forgot, Paul has requested that for Patch, you pronounce the capital of Colombia. Bogota. 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 Happy birthday, Patch. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. And finally, one more happy birthday. This is to someone who appeared at the last Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. (gasps) Mr. Randy Mendez. Randy Mendez. It was Randy's birthday yesterday, and we want to make sure that we say happy birthday. Randy, we hope you have a wonderful birthday with your adorable daughter and your hot stripper wife. We love you. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn right, I say, Greg. There we go. That's right. Yeah, lots of October birthdays. It's a lot of Octobers and lots of April birthdays, usually. Yeah? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's That's my story. Sexing goes on. Ew. I don't want to hear about the sexing of my, my folks. Well, that's what you brought up right there. Don't make that noise. Jacob, I think you're right. It should totally be a, a, a greeting card. What's Happy that? birthday. I hope a Paku doesn't eat your balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I do hope that. Yeah. For everyone. It's very sweet. I wouldn't say sweet. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. 
wherever and however you listen. You yes, guys are thank awesome. You. We really, really appreciate your support. Of course, um, you can subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Another way you can help support the show is uh, if you're going to buy anything from Amazon for yourself or for your business, because like, this works just as easy for that. Just go to our website once, funemploymentradio.com. Click on that Amazon link right at the top of the page, and then it just sends you right back to Amazon. Buy all your stuff, and it just says that, hey, you listen to our show. It's a way to help us out. And if you're going to be buying stuff anyway, might as well do that. We would love it. It really does help us out. Oh, you guys, you really don't have to. I don't need a lizard poncho. (laughs) It's good in my dream. I don't know if I would wear a lizard poncho in life. I probably would wear a lizard poncho in life. You can't already be asking for presents. I'm not. People keep saying they're going to make one. I'm like, okay, I don't want... I mean, there are other things I would like besides a, a lizard poncho. If you You're already trying to guilt people into buying you presents I am eight not. days before your no, birthday. No, people are going to take time to make a lizard poncho. I'm just saying, like... You are the reason birthday rules were created. Whatever. Someone's trying to take advantage of everyone. I don't think so. A lizard tutu. Ooh, I could make one of those. I do have a lot of leftover tutus from tutu winter. I hung on to them. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Woo! Yeah. All right. I think uh, I think we've done enough damage here for today. Thank you, guys. Yes, indeed. We love you long time. Yay, fall! Yeah. Good, Greg. See? I'm looking up. That was good. You guys are awesome. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Talk You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.